It's October 21st, 2021, and this is Golf Today. On today's show, we talk the early play at the Zozo Championship, a surprise leader, Hideki firing a silly good score, Colin Morikawa struggles, and Ricky being solid for 17 to the 18 holes. After that, we'll catch up with the great Lanny Watkins as the Charles Schwab Cup playoffs kick off on Friday. Lanny gives us his thoughts on the Ryder Cup last month, Phil's influence on PGA Tour champions, and if we will ever see Lanny Watkins on TikTok. And Rosang is on the show to talk about being compared to Tiger Woods, the best parts of her game, what it's like being a freshman at Stanford, and which professional she sees herself in the most. Champs Tour trivia, double downer mulligan, Dwayne Wade getting golf lessons from Tony Finau. It's all up next on Golf Today. Golf Today, brought to you by PointsBet. It is Golf Today. Damon Hack alongside Shane Bacon, who tells everyone it's National Reptile Awareness Day. You always are aware of all of the days. I had a snake growing up when I was a kid. The most shocking information I've learned about you this year is that you had a Damon Hack had a pet snake. Pet snake, non-venomous, a speedy was the name, garter snake, black and yellow, really a a beautiful snake if you're into snakes. I was more into snakes as a kid, not so much as an adult. As a kid, you're kind of fearless, you know? Uh, If we're sharing weird animals that we had as pets, uh, I had a pet pig at one point (laughs) in my young years. Did Uh, not have that on my my bingo card. My parents parents wanted me to get involved in 4-H. It lasted exactly one season of 4-H. Our pet pigs, we had to change its name to Houdini because it used to get out of the cage all the time, if you will. Okay. Uh, I was one and done with pet pigs. Now, the pet pig did not become bacon. Correct. Shane Bacon. Correct. Okay. Okay. Not, not, that, not that I'm aware of. I was a young teenager, <laughs> and hopefully that's the case, or I would have been even more scarred. Yeah, I would have been life. tough to see. We didn't see a lot of golf. It happened overnight. Should we do some highlights? We got a lot round? of highlights. Zozo. Our man DJ putting pages yeah. together. We got six pages of highlights. We'll start with Colin Morikow. How strange seeing that plus three by his name at final round 62 in Las Vegas. This is a little bit better. Makes birdie at the par 5 14th to finish one over 71. But Xander Shoffley in the field this week as well at the 12th. This for a birdie. That a nice roll. Xander to two under. Nice to be back in Japan for the Olympic gold medalist. This is Xander down the par 3 16th. Well, I like par 3s as you know, mm-hmm. Shane. The whisper. Looks, Maestro. I'm the whisperer. This is Concerning. Oh, no. Easy. Uh-oh, flaps down. No, in the water. That's a bogey. He shoot an even par 70. That was really close to being good. It's almost like this game is a game of inches, oh, some say. It is you ever heard that before? Is that a make that up? I have heard okay. that. I think that's been used. Ricky Fowler, you know, kind of a nice stretch of golf for him. Started on 10 par, 5, 14 for birdie. It was two under at that point. This is from just off the green. Uh, I mean, we go. Look at this. Little... The one part of this game last week that wasn't maybe up to yes. snuff was the putter. Nice to see him roll some in. Here's Willie Z. Your guy. Zalatoris here at the 18th. Needed to make birdie to get under par for the day. Mm. That'll help the sitch. The two putts for birdie. One under 69 for Willie Z. We got to ask if he likes that. What if he hates that nickname? Willie Z. Yeah, I bet he likes. I think he's okay. We'll, with we'll ask him about it. We'll ask Here's Carlos Ortiz. This is second at 18. Talking to it, leaning, a little body language. Okay, carries that bunker. Also two putt for Birdie. He shot two under 68. 
My lock of the week we'll get into in a bit. That was Tommy Fleetwood. Right. Low Englishman this week. Just has to beat Matt Wallace. That's all he's, the only person he's got to beat. Matt's pretty good. Matt, Matt has not played great golf. Had, he played very, very good golf today. So did Tommy Fleetwood, though. Three under par, 67. Mentioned Matt Wallace here at the 16th. So he's got to finish below. Wait, just for the Tommy week. Fleetwood for the week. For, okay. for the week. For the week. I still got three rounds. It's okay. early. It's early. Just out of the blocks. Whoa. Matt Wallace may have found something. In Japan, five under 65. Akeem Neiman here at the 14th. This long putt for a birdie. Might as well aim at the hole. Oh, yeah. Two putt, lag it up there, roll it in. Now it's 17. Just love watching the action. Yeah. Great action. Winner at the Greenbrier back in 2019. Oh. Bogey free, six under 65. Four. How about Hideki? Always nice to see Hideki playing well, playing good golf in Japan. This at the sixth. You know, we talked Justin Thomas and Rory a lot. Fairway Wood players, great Fairway Wood yeah. players. Hideki needs to be in the conversation. What a powerful player that he is. That is a fantastic shot. Two putt. The birdie gets the three under. Now, this is the par three, 13th birdie putt. Greens look really good. That putt was really good. Now at four under, popular player in his native Japan. Go to 17. All right, let's see this. Now he's eyeing it. Oh. So he's not saying anything. Not upset. Must be pretty good. Oh. Whoa. Right up and down the flagstick. Goodness. Should we, should we watch it again? I, I'd like to see it again. Okay, go. good. Oh, it's about as gentle as you'll see a ball hit a flagstick. Yes, you get it that good. Typically, it ricochets off, and everybody talks yes. about how unlucky they were. That was gentle, no violence. 64 for Decky. Okay, but how about Iwata, 40 years of age, got into this tournament when Kevin Na withdrew, by the way, for those keeping score at home. Makes it, gets the sixth under. Now, this is the eighth, a par four, his second. And I tell you, the... The shot against the gray sky, like a lot of pros like that. They prefer the gray sky to the to the blue. You, when you play, are you thinking sky color or no? I'm just trying to hit the green, man. <laughs> just trying to hit the ball for <laughs> me at this point. Got to make contact. Somewhere in the middle of the face. Oh, gray man. sky, blue sky. Uh, you know what? I'll say I prefer blue skies. I don't okay. play a lot of bad weather golf yeah, these days. I'm with you. Especially this time of year in the fall in the northeast. But Birdies available. Birdies were available in Vegas. Birdies available in Chiba. Japan as well. Nice to see Hideki Matsuyama just one shot back. And speaking of Hideki, got some great memories from this tournament back in 2019. Finished runner-up to Tiger Woods. So he's like the Tiger Woods of Japan trying to beat Tiger Woods in Japan. Yeah, both these players shooting 67 in the final round. It was going to be Tiger's day. Still Hideki making moves at the Zozo. Oh, how great is that to watch? I mean, when you win 82 times, you got to have a little different celebration. You got to do it a different way. That was just super, super cool. And Hitechi talked about being in contention with Tiger. It was quite an experience for me. But I tried hard to prevent him from achieving the historical win, especially in the last six holes. I was just not good enough at that time. But I learned course management from him. And then you fast forward to 2021, a place where course management is so imperative. You think about the way Tiger Woods went about his business at Augusta National. Hideki, basically from Saturday afternoon on, 
was as good an iron player as we saw all season long. The second nine there to Gus Nashville in that third round was historic stuff. Yeah, but when talking about his 2020-2021 season, here's what Hideki had to say. You know, currently, honestly, I was not really in contention the last season. I could win at the Masters, which I really wanted to win. Overall, I was not consistent. Again, I was not consistent at two events in Vegas, so hopefully playing well this week could be my momentum to get tension. Hideki continued on ball striking, putting, chipping, all of these did not reach the level I want. My game scored 10 out of 10 at the Masters. Now I would say it scores less than a one. I'll be struggling this week, but I'm here in Japan, so I'm motivated to be in contention. May I remind you? May I remind you? Yes. Got 64. That's not bad. How about the, the Masters champs? Year in review. First player from Japan to win a men's major. Lost in the playoff for bronze medal in Tokyo. Lost in the playoff in the WGC FedEx St. Jude Invitational, a player clearly with high, high standards. I mean, you win the Masters and you're not all that happy with your year. That tells you what he believes that his ceiling is in this game. You look through his PJ Tour season, 27 events played, of course, had the victory at Augusta National. Two second-place finishes, just three top tens, though. Yeah. And that really is the number I look at for Hideki because Hideki historically has been a top ten machine. He's the type of guy that... When a bad day happens, he shoots two or three under par. Right. And so for Hideki, yeah, I don't know if it's necessarily about the game, though. I mean, when you win the Masters and you're the first player from Japan to win the Masters, yeah. your world becomes everything. You talk about being a superstar, being the Tiger Woods in Japan. Imagine going back home and imagine yeah. what this year has must have felt like with the Olympic Games being there. It had to have been a very, very loud 2021 for Hideki, which is a good thing. And so I think when you look back on this season, maybe in next year or the year after when Hideki mm -hmm. looks back, on 2021, he won't be as focused on where the game was, and he'll be a little bit more focused on what happened that season that will be remembered for the rest of his career, the rest of his life, and well past mm. the time Hideki's on this earth. It's interesting, the arc of his career. It wasn't that long ago where he was not even uh, considered the best player. He was kind of second fiddle to Ryo Ishikawa, the bashful prince who is much more commercially successful than Hideki Matsuyama. And it has to be kind of a heavy weight, I would think, to be... 29 years of age, and you're already the greatest player in the history of your country, and your life has changed to the point where you probably can't go where you used to go. And now, now, what are you going to do next? There are so many, you know, one-time major champs in this game. Now, what do you do for an encore now that everybody knows who you are and your own expectations and standards may change? I imagine that's a very, very heavy crown to wear. A couple top 26s in major championships following, you know, the Masters win, uh, and as we talk about kind of Hideki in 2021 and just what this season must have been like and where he go goes from here, yeah. I do urge people, as we're kind of sitting in the winter months of the golf season, to kind of go back and look at that Saturday. You know, you can go to Masters.com yeah. and you can watch every shot hit from Hideki and the, the dart show that he put on. Yeah. It reminds us, sometimes when we talk about the great ball strikers, we're always mentioning Colin Morikawa, and we love to talk about Rory and Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth, and the list kind of goes on and on into Brooks Koepka and Dustin mm. Johnson. I think sometimes we forget how great of an iron player Hideki yeah. is and what Hideki can do with the golf clubs. Because to me, Hideki's one of those players that can really make it sing. Mm -hmm. When it's flowing, when it's locked in, the way he can strike the golf ball, it's beautiful music. And yeah. uh, it was so cool to watch all of that come together at the biggest golf event in mm. our sport. And for him to take home the green jacket and to kind of celebrate that going in to next season. Again, I, I don't think Hideki needs to be focusing on where the golf game is right now yeah. and more focused on, on what the year was. Because it's, it's easy to lose that perspective, D. Mm. It's easy to go two or three weeks from a win and think, oh, why am I not playing like I was playing? Right. And sometimes, and I know it's hard for athletes, but sometimes 
maybe just forgetting that right now my game doesn't matter yeah. mm. because I was able to accomplish something that will forever follow me around. And for a smaller nation relative to the United States, think about how big of a sports-crazed nation Japan is as a whole. You think about the superstars from baseball. I mean, the Ichiro Suzuki's, for example, and to see kind of where Hideki Matsuyama now fits in that pantheon. He is already one of the most famous athletes in the history of the country. It's one thing if you're 60 and 70 looking back on that. You're 29 years of age. You're still developing as a person, and you're already one of the greatest athletes in the history of that nation for what you did at Augusta National Golf Club. You know, when you look at what he has done in major championships outside of the victory, he's played solid golf at U.S. Opens. He's played okay at Open Championships. He's played well at Augusta National a couple yes. of times. I, I, I just keep looking at Hideki in these PGA Championships. To me, that kind of seems maybe like the next major championship mm. that Hideki will have a chance to win at. It just seems like the type of golf that Hideki plays well at. But what a, what a cool year when you kind of look back yeah. on these major champions. Yeah. When you look back on the men's side of this major championship season, we've touched on it. We've talked yeah. about it. It really will be one to remember. Mm. I mean, there are years where we have great major winners, but maybe that season doesn't really hit home five years from yeah. now. But to think about Phil winning, you know, at 50 years oh. of age, you think about Hideki winning at Augusta National, uh, really cool start, yeah. I'll say, and, and, and very, very special year. And for Hideki, go out there today and shoot 64. Mm. I mean, he put together a very, very solid round and has a great chance at winning this event that Tiger took from him back in 2019. Speaking of Tiger, my lasting image of Hideki is probably winning the hero at the, in the Bahamas and getting the trophy from Tiger and being asked, you know, what's it like being the Tiger Woods of Japan? He was like, no, I, I want no part of that. He's like, listen, Tiger is, is here. I'm still finding my feet, but he has something historic that will live with him forever. How about Iwata? You think about the 2015 PGA Championship. Mm. This really kind of the moment people remember from Iwata when you look at kind of the global play of this guy shooting 63 Finishing in the top 21 there at that PGA Championship. You see three-time winner on the Japan Golf Tour mentioned that PGA Championship where he shot 63 in the second round. Four major championship starts. That best finish being the PGA in 15. 46 PGA Tour starts entering this week. His best finish, T3 in 2014 at the WGC HSBC Champions. A chance to possibly pick up a very, very awesome win late in his career. And in this field, because Kevin Na had to withdraw, and this is what he said about being mistaken for a caddy. <laughs> I could kick off with a good score, but now I'm getting more attention. It's possible I'm hoping that I don't get extra attention anymore to focus on playing my game. A lot happened earlier in the week. Someone asked me if I was a caddy when I was having a meal. Events like that would get you more fired up to play well than someone giving you compliments how about that i mean you know that's the old like play better line you know you hear folks on on twitter you know on the corn ferry or or in the minor league saying you know what i, I gotta play better i guess you know why they say hey i gotta play better so i'm not mistaken uh, for a caddy yeah you know how you're not going to be known as a caddy when you're yeah. walking away on sunday holding a trophy yeah you're holding that big ring trophy people are not going to mistake you for being a caddy but that's cool motivation yeah you get motivation from anywhere yeah. you can make up motivation mm. if you will but somebody comes up to you and go what are you doing here yeah like, I'm, I'm i'm playing in the event yeah. you go out and fire 63 that, that's a pretty cool way to kind of back up what happened earlier in the week but yeah you mentioned it gets in takes advantage of that yeah has added motivation we'll see what happens but a very very solid opening round do you like the trophy with the ring it's yeah, like kind yeah, of frodo yeah. baggins they're precious they give me the precious i mean that's a big that's like the lord of the rings type that is the Lord of the Rings no, I, ring. You could you could throw a, a nice football through that, a good yeah, spiral you could, a sp through that. <laughs> get get Peyton to, to kind of whip a couple through right yeah, through the hole there. Absolutely great leaderboard so far at the Zozo Championship. Coming up next, we're talking PGA Tour champions. Our friend 
Lanny Watkins, he's always fired up, joins to get us set for the start of the Charles Schwab playoff. Playoffs? <laughs> Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Golf Central Update, brought to you by Callaway Golf. Back on golf today, the first leg of the Charles Schwab playoffs begins tomorrow with the Dominion Energy Charity Classic at Country Club of Virginia. Looks gorgeous. Coverage tomorrow, 2 p.m. Eastern, right here on golf. You will hear the Hall of Famer Lanny Watkins, who joins us right now from Richmond. Lanny, it's always great to see you. Very consistent calendar year for Bernhard Langer, but no wins. Where do you see him now at the age of 64? Four wins behind Hale Irwin. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know that he's going to reach uh, Hale Damon, but he has played some awfully great golf this year. Uh, I, I've been really, really impressed at how well Bernhard has played, how consistent he's been, uh, has not gotten a win. I think uh, a couple of things uh, are, are the reasons. that Number one, he's not quite as long at 64 years old as he used to be off the tee, not reaching the par fives he used to. Uh, the rest of his game is still very nice, and the putting seems to be a little bit more streaky. He has weeks where he putts good one day and not so good the next, uh, and really hasn't closed the door in a couple of tournaments where he's really had an opportunity. Lanny, we talked to John Cook yesterday about Phil's presence on PGA Tour Champions. What does Phil do to these events just in terms of the magnitude of the tournament? Well, Phil's, uh, you know, he, he's, the, he's the big dog. I mean, when he's out here, uh, he gets all the attention, and, and rightfully slow, so with what he's done in his career uh, with all the major wins and the number of uh, tour wins that he has and Ryder Cups and everything else. Plus, he's been a dominant force out here. I think he's played uh, four times and won three, so he's been very dominant out here on this tour, uh, plays very well. Has won on The thing that's impressed me with him out here, he's won on different kinds of golf courses, which uh, is a little surprising. I thought he, he's done well in some of the more narrow venues, uh, particularly a couple weeks ago in Jacksonville. Even though he was in the, seems like he was in the trees every other hole, uh, <laughs> he was able to make it work out. And Phil is an assistant captain, of course, in Kohler. And we spoke to you before the Ryder Cup, but not a lot of people predicted a 19-9 win for the United States. What was your assessment of the week? I thought it was great for the Americans. I, I, I felt going in, we had far and away the stronger team. 
Um, I, I love the youngsters. I like their moxie. I like the fact, Damon, there wasn't any any peripheral issues, if you will. I didn't hear anybody begging to play with other players, saying they didn't want to play with other players. They wanted to go out and put their best foot forward and win at all costs. And, and that's kind of what we got. That's kind of a throwback uh, to the days when I played. I mean, I played eight Ryder Cups. I never asked a captain one time to play with anyone. That's kind of what I saw with today's kids. And I think they really embraced it. And, and, it, yeah, and I think the results showed uh, their, their true uh, play and championship caliber golf coming through. Lanny, you mentioned eight times on a Ryder Cup. What are you like watching Ryder Cups? Are you up out of your chair? Are you fist pumping? I mean, are you are you reacting at all? Are you even keel? How are you as you take in Ryder Cups? I'm probably more calm watching it now than I was when I after I quit playing. After I was captain in '95, uh, I was probably jumping around a lot more. I heard Andy North tell me one time he I was on a team with Andy. And he said. He had to watch Ryder Cup locked in a room by himself, did not want anybody else around. I wasn't quite that bad. Um, I like watching with my boys. Uh, they're into it. They know a lot of the players. They're the ages of and, and grew up playing with the Jordan Spieths and Scotty Schefflers around Dallas. So for them, a lot of it's personal knowing the players. And, and Tucker played golf in college against Morikawa and players like that. So for me, it's it's – it's watching them enjoy the Ryder Cup. I think that's kind of cool, too. Lanny, we obsess over distance these days in golf, specifically on the PGA Tour and the LPGA Tour. Is it more important for players on the Champs Tour to be long? You know, I'm, I'm one of the guys that thinks it's more important to be in the fairway. I, I think they're all long enough out here. Uh, you've got a couple of guys, and, and Langer hasn't quite fallen into the category of not being long enough to win out here. I think it's definitely a factor. If you can reach some of the uh, par fives, Langer, a couple of times last week, for example, in par fives, he was the longest player in his group of a couple of guys that hit it pretty far. Furyk is not particularly long. So those two guys are right at the top of the leaderboard, which tells me on this tour, it's more about being in position, being in the fairway. The one you know, person that hasn't done it that way is, has been Phil Mickelson when he's played because he's hit it long and crooked and still won golf tournaments. I mean, the last round in Jacksonville, he had a lost ball and won. Uh, the last round here in Richmond, he had a ball out of bounds and still won. So, you know, he's making length pay off for him. The thing that's getting me about Mickelson, though, is he's hitting these bombs, if you will, and I'm watching him minutes hit a little chaser out there, and he's only like five yards behind him. It's not like he's out driving some of these guys 30, 40 yards. Phil's coming out of his shoes, and other guys are playing under control, hitting a different kind of shot that's getting there. Whereas we're watching Phil's on the tracer and stuff land and almost bounce backwards because it's coming in so high. So he's not gaining any ground distance, which I think, you know, I always felt the lower you drive the ball, probably the straighter you're going to be. And Phil's taking that to different extremes. Lanny, one more for you. Did players have to be mentally tougher in your era with the harder setups, the crazy travel itineraries, sharper elbows, or, or today with social media sniping? i tell you what, I would not want to play today with social media. I would not want any part of it. I, I uh, if, if these guys are on social media, I think it's, you know, it's just one more layer of stuff they don't need to deal with uh, personally. But uh, I, I think it was a little bit different from our era because most of these guys are flying privately today. That is life at its best. 
you know, I remember, you know, taking myself, my wife, my two kids, a nanny, and about 10 suitcases and trying to make flights and then getting it all into a rental car and a van. So they don't deal with that like we did on a day-to-day basis. It, it's just different world today. And obviously we weren't playing for the amount of money they're playing for today. It, it would be, you know, I, I, I like the era I was in. I would like to have had today's money though. It's <laughs> a great point. So Lanny, what you're telling me is we're not going to see you on TikTok anytime soon. No Lanny Watkins Probably TikTok not. account. Uh, you, you won't see me twerking or dancing on TikTok. That's that's a gift. <laughs> Lanny, thank you so much for joining us. We really, really appreciate it. Looking forward to the playoffs. And here is a look at the top ten in the Schwab Cup standings. Hey, I, I don't know if I'm rebounding from that. I mean, should we just move on to Bernard Langer leading these uh, Charles Schwab Cup standings? I think we should. Jim Furyk, Jerry <laughs> Kelly there, Jimenez, Ernie Els, Sutherland, the Goose, Mike Weir, Darren Clark, and Alex Chayka there round out the top ten. I love winding up Lanny on the modern game versus his era. So let's play a little game of who are the champions. So you want, you ready for this? Yeah, yeah. So this, so this is of the top ten players in the Schwab Cup standing. Okay. These are, are, are kind, of, kind of facts about the top yeah. ten. Is that what we'd say? Kind personal of facts, life? personal facts. Okay. Not really golf facts, just personal okay. facts. We'll start with this. So, this. so this player one, this is a player one fact. This is a lifelong Pittsburgh Steelers fan, D-Hack. Okay. Gentleman Jim Furyk. It is hey, Jim Furyk. I was thinking we might go basketball with Furyk, but it sure yeah. seems like Jim Furyk is the answer He's there. He's got like Franco Harris and Lynn Swan on speed dial. That's, that's a very easy Oh, we had Now, we listen, we had a big debate in the office yesterday about wearing jerseys to games. The adult male wearing the jersey? But he's wearing his own name on it. So that passes, I think. Yeah. That, that, Ooh, that's D's okay. on the fence? I just I keep it in the closet. D's I, I feel like fence. I just... All right, I'm, I'm going to go player two. Num- play, number two fact okay. of this player started skiing at the age of four and would say he is a, quote, scratch skier. I'll start this. I'm going to go I'm gonna go Alex Chayka. Oh, interesting. I- I'm going lefty. I'm going to say Phil Mickelson is a scratch skier. I mean, he's, he's like a little braggadocious. Oh, oh, oh. yeah. Okay. He's got time to ski. I thought the guy grinds all he the time. do it all. He has. I don't know if he has any time to ski. That could be an old picture. All right, we messed, we messed that one up. We'll do player three. This okay. at the age of 13. Sought advice from Jack Nichols in a letter asked whether he should play lefty or righty. I think we both know this one is Mike Weir. Oh, I was going to say lefty, but you're right. It is Mike Weir. It's Mike Weir. I'm getting my lefty master. You got champs. lefties. Well, listen, I mean, I got lefty on the brain. Leave, leave the lefty facts up to this well, guy. You know what I'm saying? I mean, come on. I don't know a lot, but I might know lefty facts. You could hit it. You could probably hit it with Phil and, and with Weirzy, <laughs> by the way. I've played with you. All right, this is number four. Has an affinity for high performance vehicles. And owns a red Ferrari, like a midlife crisis red Ferrari. Like, does what are we talking about? Does this scream Jimenez to you? Ooh, does this scream Jimenez? It, it does. With the scream Jimenez and the Rioja. Oh, I'm gonna oh. go with you. Can, can I? It is Jimenez. There was a guy driving to work today in the car next to me, smoking a pipe. Like a pipe. In the morning? In the morning. I can't do the pipe. I'm like, <laughs> nobody can do the pipe in the morning except the one guy that was driving next to me. I don't know who it is. Boss Matt, Matt Hegarty asked me if I wanted a, a, a cigar one time. We were playing. I couldn't. I, was, I said no thanks because I'll just choke. I'm, <coughs> can't do the no no cigar. cigars. All right. Yeah. All right, you got player five, five here. Let's see. He was a great ice hockey and soccer player. We saw Bernard Langer play and switched to golf. I'm going to say Alex. Chayka. This is Chayka. I'm saying Chayka here. This is Chayka. I start Chayka. strong and finish strong. Is that it? Is that all? We can keep going. This is pretty fun. You got more facts? Turn those machines back on. That's it? <laughs> Smoking right. a pipe 
in the morning in his yeah, car. Yeah, that tobacco. Can't do so it. So crazy. All right, coming up, we got LPGA in action. You see Jen Yunko? I'm a big a fan. Crazy streak that she'd had going. Yeah, it's too bad. I bet, I bet she starts another one, though. I'm probably going to do it. <laughs> we'll talk about the streak and what that was and what she shot when we return. Golf Today. Brought to you by Points Bet. This season, don't just bet, live your bet life. Would love to have you call some golf with us here at the Zozo Championship. See what we can do. <laughs> All right, let's go out now uh, to the 17th alley. Yeah, we're, we're coming right back to where uh, my hiccup was today. The scene of the crime. <laughs> I wasn't going to go there. I was just going to talk start, about the hole. We had to start on the 17th. Of all the holes that we make, Ricky break down. It's, uh, the the T-ball here is so crucial. you got to land it in the left half of the fairway uh, to keep it in the fairway. Uh, like you were saying, there's a mound, and anything right of center kicks to the right rough. You can't see it on TV. Um, TV just doesn't do it justice. There's a lot of movement, and you get above the hole, you got to be very careful. Appreciate Ricky Fowler doing some TV with George Savarikas overseas. A little advice for Ricky, maybe a little more energy. I mean, you got to be yourself. you got to be who you are. But I mean, you want to bring it up a bit. A, a little bit. Bring it up a bit. Well, you, but you you got to make sure you don't go to 10 on a Thursday. That's the key. 100%. Can't go to 10 on a Thursday. You want to reach maybe 7, maybe an 8. Bill, you build. Got to save that build. 10 for Saturday That's and fair. Sunday, especially Sunday. So maybe he's, the this is the Thursday Ricky. You okay. get Sunday Ricky. He's going to be screaming at the TV. I like All it. Right. It's overnight. late night Wait, for our, for our and, viewers. And, and, and Ricky, uh, <laughs> I, I feel like Ricky's a shortlist guy that could do this for a living. You I do. think he yeah. has the name. Yeah. He's got the following. People love Ricky Fowler. He's a very, very popular person for a multitude of reasons. He's also a great, great fellow. Yeah. I know we both had a chance to chat with Ricky in the past, but I think Ricky's a guy that I could see in a booth one day. Do you think he'd be interested in doing it? I mean, he's got, like, incredible endorsements. Right, but we discussed this stuff. We've been talking about I mean, this with yeah. PGA Tour champions yeah, this week. Right. I think we always have looked at the money yeah. as the reason these guys won't do this, but you yeah. got to do something. You got to do something at some point in your life. And maybe it's gardening. You know, maybe that's what you go do. But for the most part, if you're a golfer, you want to talk about golf. We had Lanny Watkins earlier. You know what Lanny does great at? He's yeah. great at talking about golf. Ricky Feller would be great at talking about golf. I just feel like Ricky is a short list. For Walking me. around those dusty television compounds. You see Ricky looking for his name. You know what the key Looking is? for his name in the, car, in the golf cart. You know what helps? And Noda does the same thing. Ricky gets free shoes. That's a lot true. of them. Yeah, Doesn't okay. matter how dirty those shoes get. <laughs> All right. Take a look at the scorecard. Ricky Fowler. I tell you what, I was like looking at online like, you were up like, late, like a dude. crazy man because I've got like some skin in the game for Ricky via <laughs> our friends at points bet. I, I hated seeing that seven pop up on the par four 17th. Still an even par round of 70, so that's that's not horrible. But he had the multiple squares for Ricky, and that's just not good. This is like double bogeys or worse per start on the PGA Tour. The last six starts, you know, much better than the previous and unfortunately, the previous 20, probably more indicative of who Ricky Fowler has been throughout his career. See, and, and, and again, this is kind of part of the progress of getting back to being solid and then yes. good and then great. Okay. Is The game might be solid for 16 or 17 holes, but maybe you have a seven. Ugh. Maybe the swing, you don't totally trust the right. golf swing. You don't totally trust what you're doing on the golf course. So for Ricky Fowler, this is going to happen. For Jordan Spieth, yes. it was happening. And then yeah. what did he do? He went and had a streak of 400-plus holes with no double bogeys on yeah. the card when Jordan Spieth found mm. the game. But Jordan would make a lot of sixes. He'd make a lot of sevens when the game was kind of trending back 
to where Jordan Spieth wanted to be. Yeah. So this is going to happen for Ricky yeah. Fowler. And when this disappears, all of a sudden, a good round is a great round yeah. in a first round. And Ricky Fowler's right there in the hunt. So shaking the doubles and triples, again, is part of coming out of the abyss that is the dark parts of being a professional golfer. Is he just too aggressive, too no, risky? Is not, I, don't risky see any, I don't see anything. Okay. Nothing into this at all. Again, okay. it's going to happen. This happens to everybody. Players make doubles. Players yeah. make triples. And they especially make doubles and triples when they're not 100% back to where they want to be. I was because it my, gets a little loose. I'm on the phone. I'm thinking it was a mistake. <laughs> I said, well, the guy's been... He played so well in Vegas. I said that the game would travel. He's got this clean card. He's two under, and then he makes a seven. Harder golf course, I understand, than what he played in at the CJ Cup. But you're not worried, big picture, about no, 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 no. I'm like, not it's, either. It's, 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 it's a whole. But and I just want to say, I mean, of all the Damons I love, yeah. If it's Father Damon, yeah, if it's Golfer you. Damon, if it's Friend Damon. Degenerate gambler Damon might be my favorite Damon. He's I'm really up. into this. I love that you're sending emails at 12:15 at night about ideas for the show. I love that you're focusing on scorecards on a Thursday. Oh my Degenerate gosh. Damon hack is a hard one to beat. I'm going to run myself into the ground staying up late. But I tell you what, it's big things happening for Ricky Fowler outside the ropes as well. Yes, about to become a father. Baby girl, no names yet. We're working on it. I think hopefully our end goal is to go in with two or three potentials. And a game-time decision, as a father of triplets, I'll go ahead and, and take the lead on this because we had three names to come up with and middle names as well. Very, very hard to do for us. Easy, one child at a time. I, I, I don't know if this plays for a girl, but, you know, I was kind of looking through Ricky Fowler's career, and I've got a name potentially for them. If You're helping out. Ever, if there's ever a boy. Okay. In the family, in the okay. Fowler family. Yes. His first event, the win, was at the Wells Fargo Championship. What about Wells Fowler? Wells Fowler. Don't we already have a Windsor Wells? Isn't that Patrick Reed's Windsor Wells? That's, that's okay. Okay, like, okay. You, you know what happens yeah, yeah. is the moment you name your kid Somebody whatever the kid is, it. you hear it all the time. Yes. Like, I hear Henry all the time. Okay. Anywhere I go, I hear people yelling for Henry. Yes. Henry here, Henry there. I never would have thought of that if I hadn't if I'd have named him, you know, Francis. You go to the park and you hear another kid saying, Dad, and you look up. I, that still happens <laughs> to me. It, it could be not even your child. Do you have a, do you have a name idea for I, I the Fowlers? For a future boy, Jax. Like Jacksonville, considering the great success of the players. Big win there. Very smart. Jax Fowler. I'm not messing with Jax Fowler. That's a, that's a strong dude. That's we, a strong how are we spelling Jax? J-A-X. 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 Like the airport. Just <laughs> Jax Fowler. Jack, he found, sounds like a pirate. Well, he Jax, is. He's Jax a, Fowler he's a sounds tough guy. like a pirate. All right. Well, it's totally off the rails at this point. We'll try <laughs> to get it back on coming forward because we got one of the great amateurs. In the history of our sport, joining us, Rose Zhang joins us in just a bit to chat about her great start in Stanford. Back on golf today, Rose Zhang has now won her first three starts at Stanford. First three starts, it's the first time in Cardinal history that a freshman male or female has swept the first three events. For the record, Tiger Woods won two of his first three at Stanford. Our own Brentley Romine with this tweet. Yeah, if you're side by side with Tiger, Tiger Woods, y'all, <laughs> life is pretty good. Tiger's freshman season, 13 events, 35 rounds, nine in the 60s, 71.37 average, three wins. Rose, freshman, three events, nine rounds, four in the 60s, 69.11 average, and three wins. Kind of crazy to talk about a teenager's career mm. accolades, but you do that when they're this decorated. First three collegiate starts, all victories for Rose, as Damon mentioned. 2020 U.S. Women's Amateur Champion already, and then won the U.S. Girls Junior Championship in 2021. Two-time winner 
a McCormick Medal, top-ranked amateur in the world, AJGA Rolex Junior Player of the Year two times. And oh, by the way, 2020 Chevron Championship, she finished in a tie for 11. Dominant, dominant, dominant season for Rose already. And a reminder, it's been three, three starts. <laughs> three starts, that's it. Three wins. You see some impressive names on the list already, including Rachel Heck, you see, who did this just last year at Sanford. Their teammates. And Rose joins us now. And Rose, we just discussed all your accomplishments. All of this is happening as you're trying to navigate the first semester at one of the elite universities in our country. Do your dorm mates, hall mates, have any idea that they're living by someone that's being compared to Tiger Woods, someone that people consider a rock star in this game already? Well, I have uh, tried to keep it a little low-key, but my dorm mates definitely uh, found out, and especially after my wins, um, they decided to you know, pry a little more into it, and um, I got a little bit of hype from them, so it was really great, and uh, I love my dorm mates so far, so it's been a really good transition. Well, you've earned the hype. Your coach, Ann Walker, said in Golf Week you are everything she thought you'd be, but more golf genius than she realized. Why does this game, this complicated game, make so much sense to you? I think it's just constantly trying to find a way to get better for me. Um, in practice, I definitely dedicate a lot of time and effort to each shot that I'm hitting. And it's just been um, a sport that I love kind of getting my head into and trying to understand the full aspects of all of it. Um, but it's definitely a very difficult sport. No matter how much you know it, you keep learning. So um, I really just love how, you know, well thought out the entire game is. And you have to both think enough, but not overthink too much. <laughs> Rose, this is such an important time in a young person's life. I remember way back in the day, my first semester, the roller coaster that is the daily life of a college freshman. How have the non-golf parts been for you? What have you dabbled in outside of golf and practice? Yes, um, as I said, I met with um, my amazing dorm mates. Um, the people on my floor got really close really quick um, through NSO, and we just started to um, become good buddies. And um, from there, we did a lot of different activities together. This week, we have assassins on our floor, so everyone's trying to get each other. But um, I think the transition has been really good uh, in the classroom. I'm taking a moderately chill quarter um, and trying to ease into everything that's happening on campus. So um, I think overall I'm keeping in my stride and uh, outside of the golf course, it's just been great. Friday's off. That was the key for me. Make a schedule with Fridays. Smart man. Off. That's good advice. There. Right? Good advice. But I digress, Rose. I mean, had you decided to turn professional and, and skip college, nobody would have said boo because you've been such a, a decorated amateur. Why did you want to attend Stanford? I think college is a very crucial step in um, my overall career and well-being. I just think that I really needed some maturing to do, not in terms of um, my golf game, but just my person in general. Um, you meet so many different people, uh, different talents, 
and in different areas. So just being able to properly communicate with them and get along with the community um, is something that I really want in my life. And I just think it's an important step that I need to take in my life. Rose, I was asking around about your golf game, and this is the scouting report I kept getting. Damon mentioned something about this earlier. The brilliance is in your patience. You're able to, at such a young age, keep your emotions in check. Where did that unique skill set come from, and how do you keep that in check during tournament rounds? Uh, I think it comes very natural to me. I'm not someone to overly fuss about um, a bad shot. Um, or a bad event in my life. So I'm just pretty mellow, pretty low key. Um, and I just like to, you know, keep everything pretty chill, um, even on the golf course, and it translates over. I think uh, my personality is kind of similar to my mom, where we're just, uh, we don't let little things get to us. So it definitely helps a lot on the golf course. And uh, that's kind of what you need in golf. <laughs> So, Rose, I told you when we were in commercial that my sister went to Stanford. I would visit her when I was at UCLA or Berkeley. I get a little jealous because, I mean, my schools were great campuses, but Stanford, <laughs> Palo Alto, pretty special. You know, what's it like, you know, what do you like to do when you're visiting Palo Alto, kind of getting off campus and kind of seeing what life is like uh, in that wonderful town? Yeah, um, we have a shopping mall just next to us, so it's a pretty good bike um, there. It's probably like 10 to 15 minutes. And whenever it's the weekend, um, we go on University Drive for some good food. There's a lot of good uh, restaurants um, around us, so um, my floor mates or my teammates would go out and we would just have a really good dinner. Um, so it's just like biking around campus is just really amazing. It's very... Um, beautiful um, and very natural so it's just a place where you can kind of settle in and you know stay in tune to yourself uh, while biking even though some of the biking areas is very uphill um, not recommended to go in some different routes but <laughs> overall it's been really good Rose, you keep talking about being such a chill person. Coaches talk about how chill you are. But internally, there's something there. I mean, there is a fighter. There is a killer internally to go out and win all of these golf events at such a young age. Is there a professional golfer you see yourself in that you feel like you kind of align with? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I would say... I feel like Lydia Ko, um, she seems very chill um, on the outside. She's very smiley, very bubbly. But on the inside, obviously, she has the fighting spirit to be um, a major winner on tour and um, at such a young age. So I just think uh, for me, I may come across as a very chill person, which I am. But at the same time, I have a similar fighting spirit inside um, and I think Lydia definitely demonstrates that as well. Love that. Lydia Ko, one to follow. Rose Zhang, one to follow and emulate as well. Rose, great to talk to you. Thanks for your time. And keep the winning streak going, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right. Great to visit with Rose Zhang. Still to come on Golf Today. We made some bold predictions for our locks of the week yesterday. But are we taking a mulligan after round one? That's next on Golf Today. Come on, Ricky. 
time for our locks of the week. I'm calling it the Damon Hack locks of the week because Damon Hack has started just red hot. So, D Hack, I got to start with you. You're yeah. 2 0 on locks of the week. Yep. In this short season, where are we at to go 3 0? Tell you, Martin Laird has been good to me. Kyle Murakawa has been good to me. And now Ricky Fowler will be good to me. And perhaps you. How about a top 10? Plus 225 for a player coming off a tie for third finish uh, at the CJ Cup. Playing fantastic golf. Led the field in strokes gain off the tee. I mean, he looks like the Ricky Fowler to me of old. And I believe that the confidence will carry over to Japan. Much like Jordan Spieth last year, we saw him play well in clusters, kind of getting his groove back. I see Ricky Fowler in the same vein. I'm going Tommy Fleetwood. Oh. I'm going Tommy Fleetwood. As low player from England at minus 189. He's played really solid golf as of late. His last four events outside of the Ryder Cup. T2nd, T12, T7, T38th for Tommy Fleetwood. Wow. He seems to be kind of finding a groove as well. You mentioned Ricky Fowler finding a groove. And it's going up against Matt Wallace, who's really struggled as of late. He has mm. three missed cuts and a WD in his last five starts. So it's just two players. That's it's all you got. It's almost a coin flip. It's a coin flip. Look at the leaderboard. After day one of the, I mean, locks of the week. Lock them in. I'm locking them in already. Wow. Wada 63, Hideki 64, Neiman 64, Matt Wallace. Oh, Matt Wallace with that 65. Bothers you. Come on, Matt Wallace. <laughs> Why you got to play so good? Uh, I guess the question is, do you uh, double down or take a mulligan on the lock of the week? We did a lot of talking. We were flapping our gums as we opened this segment. Tell you what, uh, you're in a better position than I am. I, I'm, gonna, I'm still going to double down. It's, it's been one round. I know I have Ricky, top 10 finish, plus 225. I'm undefeated so far in our early relationship with points bet, and I'm, I'm not going to give up now. I'm not, scared money don't win. You know what was nice about the round for Ricky Fowler is he played really, really good golf for 17 yes. holes. He had one yeah, bad hole. He had a triple, triple bogey. bogey. Throw it out the door, and he's right there in the right conversation. There, yeah. So I'm with you. Okay. And also, you really think D-Hack and I are the type of people to run away and put your clubs away after one round. I mean, remember, on. Do you remember the old days when you could surrender in blackjack? Not surrender. Yeah, no surrendering. Taking, doubling, taking insurance. Down. No. I'm doubling down. Fleetwood played solid. He shot okay. 67. Matt yeah. Wallace played obviously a lot better. Shot 65. Yes. But I like the position I'm in. If, if Fleetwood would have shot 73, 74, maybe it would be a different let, conversation. Let me but. ask you this. Are you concerned about Matt Wallace? Because going into that wager, you were not so concerned. You were like, hey, you know, Matt's not playing that well. And then he goes out there and rolls a smooth little City 5 to open up the festivities. I'm, I'm concerned. Okay, okay, There's that's fair. There's concern here. That's fair. I'm, I'm a little bit nervous. I, I didn't see 65 on the I didn't on either. I, I kept checking my phone, double-checking that. So, slightly concerned. Yeah, yeah. I think Ricky Fowler, and I said it then, I'll say it now, I do believe that he is on kind of the cusp of a resurgence. Someone who missed the Masters last year. Someone who missed the U.S. Open. Who has his ball striking where he wants it to be. Hugely important. The putter, I could watch him hit putts all day. I have watched him hit putts all day back in the day. And I think that when that club behaves, everything is going to be fine. I will admit that the triple bogey bothered me. Making sevens, and I make a lot of sevens. He should not be making sevens. I'm telling you, degenerate Damon Hack. How much fun is this guy? He's stressing after round one of the Zozo. I, this I, is I great. I cannot wait to see you in about four months. Do I need the Teddy G gold chain? You're going to have a Should I just beard? go all in? You're going to show you're gonna be gold chain. Hat backwards. Just you're going to have nine cell things? phones on the desk all ringing from different people asking what wagers you're making. Oh, That's D-Hack. I think we're both, uh, we're both staying 
with our bets. We'll yeah. see how they unfold. We'll get yeah. back to them uh, next week, eh? Sounds good. Let's talk a little X-Men. Xander Shopley returned to Japan where earlier this year he won Olympic gold. We'll take a closer look at Xander's numbers. That is next on Golf Today. Golf Today. Brought to you by PointsBet. This season, don't just bet. Live your bet life. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Beautiful. Always something to watch on Golf BMW Ladies Championship first round coverage coming up next. Golf Central at 5 p.m. Eastern. Second round coverage of the Zozo. Love saying that. 11.30 p.m. Eastern. The Mallorca Golf Open. Second round coverage 7.30 a.m. Eastern. We got some highlights from the Mallorca Golf you Open. You mentioned the European Tour. We're just going to show highlights right now. Whoa, right. And how Jet? about that? Oh, whoa. Well, that's all we need to show. Yeah. Don't even see golf shots. Bring the dog back. Dogs are undefeated. Get the dog back on yeah. the camera. Uh, Jeff Winter. This is a 33-year-old from Denmark. Tall dude. 6'4". This one three times on the Nordic Golf oh, League. How about that? Ten birdies on the day. That'll help. Hey, good. How about Bryce Easton on the par four? Nine pole from distance. Okay. I mean, I really you like thought You thought that was going Yeah. In. I thought it was going I mean, in. I want, you okay. know. It's okay. It's a highlight. I want a little more. <laughs> How about Nacho Elvira? We were supposed to. We talked about names name. yesterday. Great names one. yesterday. Yeah. Shout out to Nacho. That's yeah. our bad. Boy, we right. left your name off the list. Ooh, this is a little bit better, though. This is, this is a highlight. You know what I'm talking about? Nearly an ace. End up at minus three. Tied for 27th today. Beautiful, beautiful pictures on this show. There's Winter, Winter is coming. Winter is coming. Very good. Sixty-two. I miss Game of Thrones. A lot of great golf in Spain this time of year. Have you noticed European tours just kind of posted up in Spain? I mean, why not? As you should. As as one should. All right, the event you can watch tomorrow, first round, the Dominion Energy Charity Classic. Phil Mickelson, a defending champ, he spoke to the media, and of course, he talked about distance, hellacious seeds. Last minute on this tour, you were 81st in driving accuracy, I think. I don't know if I have that exactly correct, but would you get away with that here this week? 
So I look at uh, longest, like I, I, I try to hit it the farthest out here, and I was number one in driving distance. That's why I look at it. If you want to look at stuff that's irrelevant, that's, uh, you know, have at it. But what I'm looking at is uh, distance. I want to hit it, you know, I want to fly it 305 and try to, uh, because I'm a really good wedge player. So if I get wedges in my hand, I'm going to be tough to beat. Totally agree with that. Yeah. I mean, that, again, we had Laney on earlier talking about distance. Laney was talking a bit about, you know, the, the hitting the fairways part of Champs Tour. For Phil Mickelson, he understands that he can drive it all over the place. Yeah. And he's simply going to have wedges in. And when Phil Mickelson has wedges in, par for him is about 68. Yeah, Phil's, uh, Phil's having fun at this time in his career. I, I think he is in some ways kind of punking us. This is someone who, for the early part of his career, didn't win a major and was constantly asked about it. I think Phil has spent the last 15, 20 years enjoying himself, feeling his oats, having fun, whether it's on social media or inside the ropes. And he's just kind of lathering up the, the fun, luxuriating in the fact that he is now a six-time major champ, the oldest major champ with that win at Kiowa. I, mean, I just think he's having a lot of fun. Wherever he goes, whenever it's a media scrum, he's just the, the joke's on all of us. A busy guy. Yeah. I mean, the, this week's par 72, just over oh, 7,000 yards. I yeah. mean, for Phil Mickelson, you know, the numbers haven't gone the other way. Yeah. I mean, with, with technology and the ability to kind of know your golf swing and now know how to get the max out of who you are, Phil Mickelson has always been a long hitter. He's yeah. always been a guy that's been yeah. able to move drive. So yeah. for him to get to PJ Tour champions, be able to lean on, lean on that distance again, yeah. you think to the early 2000s, kind of mm. when we saw the Pro V come about for players like Phil Mickelson, they were able to take advantage yeah. of that. Phil Mickelson able to take advantage of distance now as well. He's also taking advantage of the advances in fitness as well. He has become very serious about the state of his body and puts in the work and does the stretching to stay loose and limber and loves talking about the length of his golf swing, not just the length that hits the ball off the tee, but also the length of his golf swing, just how how supple he remains into his early 50s. Uh, you want to jump into the 19th hole? You ready for yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, I, I like the 19th Let's hole. Go to the 19th hole. We talked about Dwayne Wade earlier in the show. Wade, trying to get a little tip from Tony Finau at the Jazz game. Oh, how cool is that? I mean, that, that they're talking, that's like inside golf. They're talking grips and like... <laughs> Is that like a DJ thing, you know, the, the bowed wrist? Oh, it's just great to see. That's very, very cool. <laughs> Reminder that no matter how much money you've made, oh, all the accolades, MVPs, Hall of Fame, major championships, whatever it is, inside okay. all of us is yeah. just an athlete trying to improve. Don't get flippy at the bottom. That, that, that's what he's telling D-Wade. You know, just got to hold it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> no flippiness there. Just, just bow. It's not, it's not easy to bow that wrist. Have you tried to bow the wrist like Finau, I don't know how Finau hits DJ? it as deep as he hits it. It's such a, a short golf swing. You think about John Rahm, you think about Tony Finau and their ability to move the golf ball with the short swings. You know, we're talking about Phil Mickelson. Phil Mickelson is not a guy ever scared of parallel. Bubba Watson, not yeah. a person that's ever been scared of parallel. You look at Brooke Henderson, not a player that was scared of parallel. Mm. John Daly. And then you see some of these modern players that yeah. can bomb it, like Tony Finau and John Rahm. And the fact that they're taking it to here yeah. is quite incredible that they can somehow create the type of torque and speed to be able to be one of the longest hitters in golf. Tony Finau, a very good person to talk about the golf swing with. Tiger Woods used to say there's going to be a time when there are athletes coming to golf. And, of course, Tiger kind of changed the paradigm on what a, a golfer could do in terms of the time spent in the gym. And look at these players these days on the men's and women's side. Look at the Corda sisters. Look at Ann Van Dam. Look at Tony Finau. Look at Bubba. These are big human beings. Tony Fino is a big man. He'd be a big man if he didn't play golf. He is a huge man in golf. Long arms, 
tall, long limbs, long levers, hits the ball an absolute mile. And he's becoming more of the, the mean. He's more of this is what the, the modern golfer looks like these days. Didn't mention Winther, by the way. Six foot four. Come on. Jeff, here. Jeff Went, from Went, Denmark. Winther just didn't even get a mention in the we, tall we player. Can watch him. We can watch You know, you mentioned Tiger Woods. Yeah. So I'm upset. I'm upset at everybody on social media about this. You know, we asked yesterday which scramble team would have the best chance of winning. You and I both picked teams. I, you went more, and I, and I agree with where you went here. Yours was, you got to be in a golf cart for five hours. I want the hang. I want you a want good hang. hang. With Tiger, Anthony Kim, Thorpey. I went MB Park, Sedlowski, and Jordan Spieth, and you crushed me on the poll. Quick story, quick story on AK and, and Tiger. I did a piece on AK for Sports Illustrated, and he was kind of feeling his oats and talking about what it was like to become a winner on the PGA Tour. He arrived to Torrey Pines to hit balls one day around 9.30 or 10 a.m. He sees Tiger on the range, and, and Tiger says, hey, AK, you know, nice job with the win. And AK was like, hey, thanks. You want to go play a quick practice round? And Tiger said, I already did. And AK was like, whoa, like, that's what it takes to be great. I just love that story that AK, who was kind of cocky and brash, and here's Tiger saying, dude, like, I'm already done practicing. Went out there. I went out there yeah. and got it. Yeah. yeah. I got Pretty up cool. early while yes. you were sleeping. <laughs> you know, I mentioned uh, that I had, I had a pet pig yeah, yeah. in my younger days, yeah. and my, my, my lovely and great mother emailed in a photo of old Houdini. Oh, look at that. Look at Houdini. Look at Houdini. Just, Is that you with Houdini? Yeah, that's me with the flow and just kind of giving Houdini a little brush. But uh, that was uh, that was my pet pig. I don't remember Houdini being that big. I don't know if That's my mom huge photoshopped a bigger pig in there. Is this East Texas right this here? This is yes, our backyard. We had, we had, we had a decent-sized backyard. Houdini would have a smaller pen, and then would just get out every day and run around our backyard. Is this, like, fall because you see the leaves on the ground? I, you know, I'm not exactly sure of the day. I did zoom in. I am wearing Charlotte Hornet shorts. Well, of course you are. Of course I am. Big Charlotte L LJ and, 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 and Zoe. Zoe and Muggsy yeah, and that yeah. whole crew. Uh, my hat of the day? Yes. I think you can guess it, but you don't have to guess it. I'm going to try to guess it. This is this one of the great ones. That's Oakmont. It's one of the great courses in the world. Several times. Oakmont. It's been a long time. Great members, Alan Citrin, Mike Pushkoff, a couple of buddies of mine. Oh, Oakmont, I mean, you won't have as much fun, you know, anywhere else getting your, getting your butt kicked in Oakmont. It's just a fantastic place to be. The showers, the food, the hang, the camaraderie, it's what it's all about. It's not tricky tough. That's what it's I not, love about it's it. Just it's right not there tricky in front tough. Of you. you can make a birdie if you need to. You can four putt if you need to, too.